This is Noise, an audio series that speaks with creatives around the globe about their journeys, strong opinions, and what it takes to rise the ranks of our industry. Today's episode is slightly different, as it's just me, Louis Oriash, in London, and I'll be talking about what 2019 had in store for creatives. This is the point where we usually cue in festive music, I think, but we've all heard enough Mariah Carey, and I think I'll spare you the anxiety. Yep, that's right. December 2019. We're at the end of another decade, arguably a pivotal decade for the way we work in general, but design and creative roles in particular, as we saw shifts in the tool usage, working habits, and a bunch of other more concerning issues regarding consumer data, privacy, and the politics of design. What stood out in 2019 then? Well, Twitter beef is officially a thing now. It's a shame, but with the nature of designers being critical and nitpicky, we've seen a culture of toxicity develop on the internet, with Twitter in particular being a hotbed for frustrations and arguments to nurture. Twitter's up there with my, one of my favourite tools for research, communication, networking, comedy and inspiration, but the darker side is tough to handle at times. We seem to be quick to attack opinions that don't fully align with our own, rather than trying to engage in constructive discussions. It's up to us as users on the platform to try and stamp this out. And I hope that in 2020, we can try and make as more positive connections on the platform. But as well as Twitter's booming success within the design community, we've seen scores of Slack communities spring up that allow designers to communicate within more of a traditional bulletin board style system. This breaks down geographic boundaries and has allowed designers from all over the globe to communicate, network and learn. As an extension of this, we've seen a huge boom in design celebrities. Although this might be a weird concept, we're now seeing great personal marketers being placed on pedestals. Is this a good thing? You know what, I'm not so sure if it is. Social media is a tricky place for our mental health, and if we're celebritizing people and hanging on their every word, we're setting these people up for failure on a mass scale. Remember kids, whatever you put online stays there. This means that one step out of line could potentially ruin people's careers, and that's a really bad idea to think about. Let's try and build inclusive, and accessible environments for everybody. Next up on the list, design tool wars. The past few years have been quite a whirlwind for the design tool space, but 2019 in particular ramped this up. Think about the, the rivalry between Sketch and Figma, playing mighty fine marketing games with each other and forcing us as designers to look long and hard in the mirror about what we're using every day. Long of the days where we just open up Photoshop and do everything in there. Now we've got 10 tools we can choose. Personally, I switched our team at work from Sketch to Figma, but with the features being developed on such a rapid basis from both camps, who knows what 2020 holds? And this isn't even mentioning the great strides by players such as Framer and Vision Studio and myriad other tools. There's really so much choice for us at the moment. It's an exciting time for tools we're using. We can only expect a supercharged 2020 and much more hard decisions to be made regarding our tools. Another highlight this year was the incredibly stripped back approach to branding. We saw major brands ditch their more expressive logos for basic sans serif versions that remove personality, but yet at the same time act more of a brand stamp that can be applied to myriad circumstances. And let's not all forget the hilarity that was the Slack icon redesign, which is definitely up there with my favorite memes of the year. If you haven't seen them, I implore you to head over to Twitter right now and search for it. You won't be disappointed, I promise you.
Then there's a recent rebrand of Facebook, which ramped up the realization for consumers that they really do own our entire communication channels. Sure, we all knew that WhatsApp was a Facebook product, but the from Facebook motif now slaps you in the face every time you open the app. And that goes for Messenger too, and everything else they're gonna start building, including their FinTech products. Although we've seen larger brands ditch their brand personality, we've seen a push for more expressive serif fonts from smaller companies, which I am loving. I for one welcome this shift back to a more traditional style, and it's a breath of fresh air against the, the boring, more uh, modern design motifs that we've been seeing coming out of other brands. The past few years have been quite bland, so it's great to see some personality again. Finally, I've seen a really positive shift in how we approach the way we're talking about the work we're doing. Collaboration has become de facto in the way we design and build products, which is only a positive thing for the future of hiring and job acquisition. Writing your design case studies is really hard, and it's an art that needs mastering from all of us, but we really struggle to do it as designers, especially when all of our work is done within a team. Shifting our mindsets to a more group approach to analyzing the quality of a portfolio will allow us all to flourish, whether we're hiring or applying. That's it. A snappy look at some of 2019's notable events. Noise Podcast Season 2 is well and truly underway, and we're continuing to record episodes with fantastic guests, with the aim of releasing in the early part of 2020. We can't wait for you to hear what our guests have to say. We wish you all a wonderful festive period and a prosperous new year. Thank you all for listening, and see you soon. P.S. Please subscribe to the podcast on whatever channel you use, and review would be fantastic. See ya!